Welcome! You're listening to Uncommon Sense, and I'm Doug Morgan. You know, AOC has said some pretty ridiculous things in her time uh, as a congresswoman, but, you know, this one takes the cake. Here, take a listen. I don't want to draw false equivalence. What is happening here is not the same as what happened during the Trump administration, where they took babies out of the arms of their mothers and deported their families and permanently traumatized these children, some of whom we don't know will ever be reunified with their family again, which is a level of human rights violation that is just simply not the same. Both of these things are barbaric and they're wrong. But when you rip a baby out of the hands of a mother, you cannot draw the same comparison. And anyone who is trying to do that is doing a profound disservice to the cause of justice. So I don't want to excuse any of this. But I'm also, I don't think we should also get them twisted together because one is not the same. And we cannot dust that under the rug. And by the way, those families are owed reparations, period. Are you kidding me? Reparations? Reparations for what? Well, Let's let's take let's take a closer look at what she's talking about. And to understand what's happening at our southern border today and whether or not these reparations are warranted, uh, you, you need to know a little bit about history. Uh, on October 13, 1992, the Supreme Court began to hear oral arguments in an immigration case. The Supreme Court ruled in 1993 by a 7-2 vote in favor of the government in the Reno versus Flores case. Now, um, Justice Scalia wrote this, quote, where the government does not intend to punish the child and where conditions of governmental custody are decent and humane, such custody surely does not violate the Constitution, unquote. Well, then in 1997... The Clinton administration entered into an agreement, and it was called the Flores Settlement, which resulted from the 1993 Supreme Court case, the Reno versus Flores, uh, regarding the treatment of these undocumented minors in immigration de uh, detention centers. The agreement included several major concessions from the government side of, of things. Number one, the government would release children without unnecessary delay as the way that it put it uh, to in order of preference the children's parents legal guardians other adult relatives or other individual designated by parents or guardians number two the government would put children in the least restrictive setting appropriate and number three the government would create and implement standards for the care and treatment of immigrant children in detention. Now, these were, this was the Flores settlement, and this was done by the Clinton administration. So basically the Clinton administration said, you know, we, we want to, to do the right thing here. We want to be able to put these, 
the, these these kids uh, in, through the right thing, and 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 really the, there's a whole lot more here that we're not going to get into today, but they basically entered into this Flores agreement or settlement. The next major change to Flores, though, was and and most most certainly the, the most significant came in 2015. And Obama appointed federal district court judge in California, her name was Dolly Gee, uh, ordered that the Obama administration must release detained children and their mothers who were caught crossing the border illegally. This was a major development. Gee had now expanded the Flores uh, settlement to cover not only unoccupied children, but also occupied children, accompanied children. So in other words, all children. In fact, Judge Gee even went a step further. Flores calls on the government to release children without unnecessary delay, and that's the way it put it. Gee interpreted that to mean 20 days. So in other words, now all minors in detention, whether or not they were in their in there with their parents, they couldn't be detained more than three weeks. This really laid the groundwork for a crisis at the border, and in which children are released to their parents and can still be, you know, detained waiting hearing. So you, you you have these kids you can't detain. You have parents who are being detained because they're they're going through their hearings whether or not to. Uh, to to be uh, let into the United States. Hence, you get the separation of families. See, the alternative is simply releasing the entire family after three weeks or less. In other words, catch and release. Have you heard that? Which is, of course, exactly what the Obama administration decided to do. So, what do you do with these people? I mean... Um, you know, the, these individuals have decided to break the law and come across the border, and they've decided to do it illegally because the United States lets in over a million immigrants into the United States legally every year. We are by far the most generous in that way. But we're talking about these who have come across the border illegally, and they have been apprehended. And so what do you do with these people? If you, if you process their cases, you can't hold them in government facilities. If, if you release them, they, they never show up for their hearings. That's, that's a fact. And under Obama's catch and release policy, these, these people uh, know that all they have to do to stay in the U.S. is to make sure that they have a child with them. Any child with them. So... As long as you have a child with you, you're going to get to be released in the U.S. And even if you get caught, it doesn't matter. You're going to get to stay. And so that's where you start to see some really inhumane things where uh, these people were, were uh, buying children and they were uh, kidnapping children and they were using children in many ways in, in to try to get into this country. Not even their parents. So... What did President Trump do? He changed three things. He put a stop to the catch and release policy of Obama. And this, of course, reopened President Obama's holding facilities. He then, he set out to, to finish the wall, 
which he, he got a, a portion of it done. And, but of course, you know, this made it pretty difficult for illegal aliens to enter. And he made it so that, uh, that there were, there was, a, um, there was a, while the parents were, uh, waiting for their hearings, uh, to conclude, uh, they had to do so outside the U S which meant many of them had to be, um, there in Mexico, uh, waiting for the hearings there. So that way, you know, there was no separation of families. There was no catch and release. Um, but, um, you know, and, and really it did, it, it did put a end to all of this criticism of kids in cages, right? But then Biden was made president. <laughs> and so what did we see? Well, we saw that he, he said that he would be very transparent as an administration. Uh, he actually ran a campaign saying that he would let illegals into the U.S. He uh, reserved, uh, or I'm sorry, reversed many of Trump's immigration policies, and millions of people started to cross our borders once he became president, with the understanding that it was okay to do so now. Uh, and, and you, you have seen probably uh, a number of interviews with some some of these people uh, in these caravans and whatnot, uh, and they, and they they've said, hey. Biden has said, come on, let's do it. And so that's why they're there. And they, they said they would not have felt the same way and did not feel the same way under the Trump administration. So then there's reports like this, and it started to surface. Uh, and here's this one is from uh, Al Jazeera, actually, from February 24th of this year. The administration of the U.S. President Joe Biden is facing blowback after reports su- surfacing that facilities for migrant children previously slammed by Democrats, are reopening as it is set to begin processing asylum claims at a camp on the Texas-Mexico border. The move comes as the White House Press Secretary, Jen uh, Psaki, uh, denied the Biden administration was putting, quote, kids in cages, a common criticism of the Trump's hardline immigration policies. During the uh, Tuesday press briefing, the U.S. is reopening a tent facility for unoccupied migrant teenagers in Texas and a shelter in Miami, Florida, both of which have been closed since 2019 as it deals with a surge of attempted southern border crossings by asylum seekers. Quote, this is by Saki, this is not kids being kept in cages. This is a facility that was opened that's going to follow the same standards as health and human services facilities in keeping with, in line with COVID-19 safety protocols. Okay, so <laughs> obviously she just basically said, oh, this is not the same thing. And then she kind of tries to spin it off as some sort of COVID thing. All right. Referring to the Texas facility, Fox News Peter Ducey said, it's the same facility that was open for a month in the Trump administration that Democrats decried. Ducey recalls comments Biden made in 2019. Quote, Biden said, under Trump, there have been horrifying scenes at the border of kids being kept in cages. And Vice President Kamala Harris said, basically, babies in cages is a human rights abuse being committed by the United States government. So how is this any different than that? And what, what was the White House response? 
Well, she responded by saying Biden's administration still feels the immigration policies of the previous administration were a human rights violation, but these were temporary measures taken in order to not expel migrant children while adhering to recommendations from health officials on social distancing. Say what? <laughs> say, say what? There are exact, these are exactly the same facilities built by Obama and criticized under Trump. They were shut down by Trump and now reopened by Biden, and yet, what does she say? They're not the same thing. Wow. Well, progressives like Representative N uh, AOC uh, and uh, uh, Omar, Ilhan Omar, have called the move unjust and callous. Um, Ocasio-Cortez, who protested another tent facility, in uh, Tornillo, uh, Tornillo, Texas, in 2018, tweeted, This is not okay. Never has been okay. Never will be okay. No matter the administration or party. <laughs> we urge the Biden administration to provide full transparency and accountability for these temporary shelters. Independent organizations and lawyers must have access to to monitor them, and they must be run by responsible nonprofit providers, and they must be closed as soon as public health permits, the ACLU said in a statement. I mean, that's, you know, when, when, you, when you tend to agree with AOC and the ACLU, it makes me wonder if, <laughs> what, am I, what am I thinking here? But anyway, I, I go on. Biden has signed orders to undo many of Trump's migration policies and his immigration reform proposal to provide a pathway to citizenship for, get this, 11 million undocumented migrants. Uh, and it has, of course, been met with praise by advocacy organizations. 11 million is his target here. He wants to let in 11 million more migrants above and beyond what we already do here. So let's take a look at what these reopening um, facilities of Biden's look like. Well, uh, this is from the Texas Tribune and it's uh, from Julian Aguilar, and uh, he, he says this. He says, photos released by the office of a Democratic U.S. representative show dozens of migrants cramped together in a Border Patrol facility in southern Texas as President Joe Biden administration continues to come under heavy criticism for its response to a recent increase in border apprehensions. The photographs provided by the office of the U.S. Rep. Harry uh, Salar, uh, he's a Democrat from Texas there, uh, give a rare, uh, rare glimpse of the conditions many mi migrants are facing in Border Patrol detention centers. The Biden administration continues to block press access to Border Patrol facilities and shelters that house some of these migrants that have crossed the border. Now, I will say, just throwing things in here, I have seen some of these pictures, and you can go on and you can see some of the latest pictures of these facilities. They are pretty bad. And in fact, some of these aren't even facilities. 
They, there are areas that they've just simply like roped off with, uh, with the, you know, that orange plastic fencing and, uh, and, and, and they've roped this off underneath like an overpass bridge. And they literally have people inside of this fencing underneath a bridge. They're not even inside a facility. They're not even inside a heated area with, with restrooms and, and all that and, and, and whatever. This, they're, they're, they're literally on dirt underneath an overpass is, is what they've done to some of these things. And, uh, I can see this. It says the images show settings similar to those that Democratic, Democrats hammered former President Donald Trump over just two years ago when the administration encountered an increase in uh, migrant apprehensions. Uh, packed facilities with children sleeping on floors and spaces too small for the number of people within the makeshift walls. The images were taken at a temporary overflow facility in the Rio Grande Valley city of Donna. The increase in apprehensions began during the final months of the Trump administration, but the numbers have grown to a level where Department of Homeland Security um, Secretary uh, admitted last week that apprehensions could reach levels not seen in 20 years. The Homeland Security Secretary has said that Border Patrol stations are no place for children and that the administration is working around the clock to get the children into Department of Health and Human Services facilities. More than 100,000 people were either apprehended by the, or surrendered to federal immigration officials in February including 9,460 unaccompanied minors. Are you hearing these numbers? And more than 19,240 families. Those are increases of more than 60% and 35% respectively compared to January's statistics. So just month to month, from January to February, the increase was 60% in unaccompanied minors. That's crazy. We're almost talking about 10,000 unaccompanied minors. On Monday, the Biden administration again rejected the notion that the border is in crisis. So their response, ah, there's no crisis. And the White House press secretary said, children presenting uh, at our border are, are fleeing violence, who are fleeing terrible situations, is not a crisis. Oh, come on. The Republicans, including U.S. Senators John Corrin, and Ted Cruz have criticized the administration for its lack of preparation. The pair are hosting a, a delegation to the Rio Grande Valley later this week, and that, of course, happened. Um, and on Monday, Cruz called the White House to be more transparent. Well, we saw the two of them go down there, and Cruz and Corin, uh, they, uh, they both uh, went down to that uh, facility in Donna, um, and they inspected that facility and they said this, they, they decried the, uh, the ability to take pictures. They were denied that right to actually take pictures of this facility. And he said this, said the, the Donna facility where the video you just uh, showed was taken. Um, and, and this was, this was in an interview that, that, uh, actually showed a video somebody else had taken. The Donna facility is this giant tent city that they've built. It's massive. It's designed to hold a thousand people, but under COVID restrictions, its capability is only 250 right now. Okay. So it's built 4,000, but it can only hold 250 because of COVID right now has over 4 
thousand people in it. It is at 1,500% capacity. And that meant you saw in these cages, children, little boys, little girls, side by side, they're not six feet apart at all. And this is what Cruz is describing when he, when he talks about this. I mean, if you see the pictures of them, you know, these are the, these are the exact same thing. Maybe it doesn't have the, uh, the wire and it's been replaced by plexiglass, but, but I mean, you, you, you have people sleeping on the floor. You have people that are just given a, you know, um, like a spacesuit blanket, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It looks like tinfoil. And and they're and they're jammed in to to these, for lack of a better word, they're 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 crammed into these cages. And they're, and they're completely, just complete. It's it's just it's it's heartbreaking in many ways to see. So I end with this this. Um, this article here, and this is this came from National Review um, back on March 9th, so just just the other day. And it said uh, said this uh, said in 2018, Joe Biden said that a policy that separates young children from their parents isn't a deterrent; it's unconscionable. Biden went on to describe the child separation policy first implemented under the Obama administration as abhorrent and one that threatened to make us a pariah in the world. The entire media spent weeks contemplating the depth of our collective immorality. (laughs) Progressives compared detention centers to Nazi concentration camps. Joe Scarborough equated border agents to SS guards. AOC went to the facility and broke down in tears. Charles Blau argued that Donald Trump was a baby snatcher. These are children, he wrote. When Blau wrote his piece, there were around 2,000 children being detained by Border Patrol. This week, according to, and this is again, this is about a month ago, and it's, it's, even, it's even worse now. This week, according to CBS News, around 3,200 migrant children were being held in border patrol facilities, a record, with almost half being held past the three-day limit, uh, legal limit. The coverage, as you can imagine, has been very different in tone then and now. It was a complicated issue. The Trump administration uh, incompetently in, in, um, implemented its zero-tolerance policy, but it certainly wasn't snatching children like a deprived Gestapo. The fenced uh, detention areas were built before Donald Trump had come into office. Only parents charged with entering the country illegally and who claim asylum after being apprehended were detained. Adults who opted not to be deported after entering illegally had to wait for adjudication of their case, of course. While this happened, the law prohibited children from being held in the same detention centers as adults. This is done to protect children. It was then, and it is now, is what he wrote. The difference in tone, however, tells us that much of what we saw was nothing but performative partisan outrage. And I would agree with him. You see, we, 
the problem here is, is what do you do with people that want to come into the country illegally? And there's, there's not a lot that you can do. There's not a lot of options. There's not a lot of choices that you can do. Number one, you can keep them from coming in. And that was basically what Donald Trump was trying to do. He wanted to build a wall, and he, he started it on that wall, and, he's, um, and he was trying to finish what had been started. And, and what that did was that allowed people to stay outside of the U.S., and then if they wanted to come into the U.S., they had to apply and, and be adjudicated. They had to say, okay, you know, I, I want to come to the U.S. because of this hardship that's happening to me, and, and I, I'm, I'm asking that you take me in to your country um, because of this hardship in, in the country I'm coming from. Well, that has to be looked into because anybody can say that. And that's what a lot of people say because they know that's the route to try to get in. And so then we have to say, okay, yeah, this is really what's happening. Come on in. Or no, that's not what's happening. Stay out. And so that's the way that Donald Trump handled it. The way that Obama and obviously O'Biden, uh, oh Biden, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of like another term of, of Obama, isn't it? Uh, the way that Biden has has done this is he said, hey, everybody, come in. You know, Obama said, hey, c- come in. You know, we're just gonna we're just gonna release you, and and you know, if if you show up for your your court hearing, great. If you don't, you don't. And most people didn't. And now what is happening? Well, Biden is basically doing the same thing. And, and, and he's, uh, but he, even though there's the court order, because you can't hold people longer than the 20 days. You can't hold the kids longer than the 20 days. And so what do you do? I mean, do you, you can't, if you can't hold them in the facility, you, you got to release them in, in, into the general population, right? And so, so the whole idea of keeping them outside the U.S., was definitely seemed to be the best course of action and the most humane course of action. Now that Biden has reversed all of those uh, policies, now we're seeing inhumane type of um, type of scenarios that have de- have developed, and we're seeing it get worse and worse and worse all the time as people are encouraged to come. Now. We we will argue this, I'm sure, on another podcast as far as why we can't have 11 million illegal aliens come to this country. Um, but but just sticking with with what we're talking about here, this type of policy is inhumane, and and I would encourage you to go take a look at some of those pictures that have been snuck out. This is the, the these facilities, the, these pictures that have been that are taken at these facilities, these are not being taken, um, you know, un- under the okay of the administration. They are trying to block all these things. And they're trying to do it because they're not being very transparent. They know this is wrong. They just, they know it's wrong. And I, I would, I would love for you to, to, uh, uh, either agree with me or disagree with me. I would love for you to, um, express that. And you can do that, of course, at our website, our website is uncommonsensepodcast.com. You can go there. You can hear uh, archived podcasts. You can uh, buy merchandise and all kinds of things. Um, would love for you to visit there and let us know how, uh, how you uh, think, either agree or disagree on this or other su- subjects. And again, thank you for listening.